0: My name is STREETLAMP and we have Drowsen in here and everyone else would you like to introduce yourselves because I don't know you That's... You
1: know me, you bro, you know me bro, it's Donut!
0: Okay, it's Donut and then... Yeah, it says me Donut. And then who else is in here? Who else is in here today? Hi, I'm half. Okay. I hope everyone's having a lovely day. If you are not, I hope you do sometime or night. I have no idea what time you're listening to this. So, anyways, we're here today to talk about games, gaming, philosophy questions, and specifically, what do the choices you make in video games have to say about you? Do they mean anything about you? So, let's get started. Pokemon? Pokemon, right? Everyone's played Pokemon, the little game where you just, uh, Start off, you go to the little professor, he, he, uh, he hands you his balls, and you have to choose which ball you want. And each ball has a little Pokemon inside. A Pokemon is just basically just a, an animal, I guess the best way to describe them. And each animal has a certain abilities, but in the end, it all leaves us feeling with a sour taste in our mouths. Because at the end of the day, what it basically is, is legal dog fighting a world where dog fighting exists. So what is your guys' opinion on that? Controlling these uh monsters, as they call them, monsters. How do you guys feel about that?
1: These pocket monsters.
0: Mm-hmm. Pocket <laughs> monsters, yes. How do you guys? Feel Honestly,
1: about that? when I, so ever since I was a little kid, I always looked at it like cockfighting.
0: Right, cockfighting.
2: What? The, it's
0: it's be, <laughs> an animal
2: fighting of some sort. dog fighting cockfighting. It's all the same concept. Hello, look. Like.
0: I missed that. Up there. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Uh, it's all the same thing, like, it's some sort of animal abuse in terms of the conditioning that, you know, you are literally having another animal attack another animal until it's unconscious.
0: Not just that, but specifically for the purpose of gaining something, you're gaining something out of it, and, uh... <laughs> it's not just about beating the other person it's about taking oh, their money oh, all right right right
2: <laughs> you're also bet you you also like nonchalantly are betting on these fights like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they there, don't make it explicit
0: it, there's an unwritten understanding that if i beat you i get your money <laughs> you're basically just mugging everyone on the highway and the weirdest part is you have little kids out in the street with no parents just waiting for someone to pass by and be like hey yo you you wanna fight?
2: okay the thing that I find wild about that exact scenario is that some of these kids are just walking around with so much money in their pocket like
0: (laughs) yes sir hey some of them it makes sense the rich ones you're just like of course hand over that dosh boy you know (laughs) so what do you guys think about the implications of playing the game is does uh does playing the game make you a bad person do you guys think it makes you a bad person because at the end of the day you are enjoying legal dog fighting or legal animal fighting and that makes me feel some kind of way we just play a world where that's okay and not not just that but also enslaving all these monsters to do like work. It's so insane.
2: Okay. So in terms of the games themselves, like it, it is really bizarre because like there's no rhyme or reason that you're actually explicitly ever given of why you're, you're you as the player want to go out and catch them all aside from the fact that you generally in every generation have some professor going, "Hey you kid, I know I just met you." And this is crazy, but uh, could you go capture all the Pokémon and bring me back a full detailed report? Thanks.
0: Yeah. Also, there doesn't seem to be a proper education system in place, so we're just... How did these people learn?
2: <laughs> they, they can apparently do math. They can. Because, the, the, again, we're placing bets, we're taking money from each other.
0: What about the bonds? Do you think the bonds that they make with Pokémon has an impact on uh, the dog fighting?
2: If around... you want to take it from the relation of the anime, yes, for whatever reason, it is kind of proven like that. Pokemon, like there's some implications that Pokemon do enjoy battling mm-hmm. to a de- to a degree. Do
0: you think it's like it's not they bred them? <laughs> <laughs> they bred them to enjoy the fighting.
2: It, it is very well likely that they got bred specifically to. There is actually this brings up a very good point. There is an episode of the anime where there is a area dedicated to Charizards that Charizards go to get stronger. It's, I think it's like Dragon Valley or something like that. It's like some really obvious name. Um, but that has the implication that in that valley, they have strong Charizards that breed with one another even if they don't explicitly outright say that. Mm-hmm. Because why else would you have this valley where you have Charizards that people bring you to get to train themselves up and get stronger? As someone who's there, is it not just suspicious that they never, like, breed on their own? I... Like, especially in the games where you just leave two Pokemon alone in a daycare center for a bit and suddenly there's an egg...
0: Yeah, I always found that weird too. They just they just don't question it. They're just like, oh, egg. It's not like they didn't know what was going to happen either. They're just like, yeah, well, there's an egg. Should have thought of that before you left two Pokemon in the little uh, babysitting place. But other than that, do you, Donut, do you have any opinions on that?
1: This honestly just goes back to the cockfighting, because a lot of the chickens were raised to like, you know, actually go at it as soon as they saw each other. So that does kind of implement to that as well. Because a lot of the Pokemon, they wouldn't really be on their own. They were just kind of like, right inside.
0: And half, do you have anything to add?
3: I don't know if I'm- all the times I've seen the show and everything, they just all seem very happy to fight. So I feel like as long as the Pokemon are okay with it, I think it's fine. Okay, I feel but... like until they're, like, forci- like forcibly, like, being thrown into, like, a battle, then it's not okay, but, like, they always seem so happy, they're like, oh my god, I'm fighting, yes, let's go, you know?
2: Okay, but do you think that they're happy not because they're normally happy, but because they were bred to be happy when they're fighting?
3: I don't know, they just look happy in general. <laughs> <laughs> they just uh... look happy! <laughs>
0: There's there's uh moments in both the anime and the movies which there are cases where uh, they're obviously not happy fighting, and the trainer makes them fight, and you have some examples like in the one of the older new Pokemon movies where they remake Ash's backstory, where uh the trainer leaves the Charmander because he's weak. You have you have cases like that where he's like he's he's weak, so he just leaves him. He just throws him away like trash because he doesn't want to. He's not a good fighter, and you just have. It's never really shown that he likes fighting, too. What do you guys think about that? Where they just throw these Pokemon away because they're like, eh, it's kind of weak. Bro, I
1: tell you this, but from the get-go, that Charizard was lazy.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, tra- <laughs> like, all right, the, the dude threw him out because he was weak. The, the Charmander evolves through the training that supposedly Ash gives him, but as he evolves and gets stronger, the dude still doesn't want to fight, and Ash keeps trying to make him fight, bro, like
0: Hey Yo, he's just trying to he was just trying to smack, you know what I'm saying?
2: Alright, but you can't say like Oh, it's okay, he was just trying to train his Charizard and whatnot. When this Charizard legit was just like, nah dog, I don't wanna fight. Leave me out of this and he's like, What are you doing? That's true. That's
0: true. <laughs> he he does often get uh called lazy for that the lazy uh Charizard, when in reality it just seemed like he wasn't interested in fighting except except certain moments I believe.
2: No, so the only times that I can recall that before he got quote-unquote trained which I still think is basically like they sent this man to therapy because he, or like to a dog trainer because he didn't want to listen to them to fight like <laughs> oh, I, yeah, little...
1: I know what you're getting at now
2: Yeah, I think that's a little messed up I, I But see. then like he basically doesn't want to fight, except for the few the few instances where he willingly fights and listens to Ash. were the instances where he felt disrespected.
0: Yeah. Like I remember that it was only when he felt disrespected, or like the the Pokemon was like, "I'm stronger than you," hee hee. and then he to be Yeah, like, he's oh, like, oh, "Nah, oh. you
2: not." Like the the prime example of this is Blaine's Charizard or Blaine's uh, Magmar. In the anime, Charizard literally didn't care up until the fact that Magmar was like, yo, I'm strong. He's like, no, you're not.
0: That's right. That's right. Put him in his place. Do you guys have any other thoughts on Pokemon? Even just like uh, the teams? I don't know if you guys remember uh, Team Magma, Team Aqua, how they were just basically trying to destroy the world. Like these terrorist organizations just running free and no one pulls out the blicky on them and just goes, oh, hell no. You know, what do you guys How come think there of?
1: was only one police officer in every town? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, bro. Um, honestly, like in a world where teenage little kids are allowed to run free, ten-year-olds, and run around with like these dangerous creatures that are capable of literally destroying the planet, I I, I don't think kids like town safety is their primary concern. To be completely honest.
0: I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking, like, what did these evil organizations, quote-unquote, really do that was so evil? I mean, I know Team Magma and Team Aqua and a couple other teams were just like, yeah, let's just destroy the world. But um, Team Rocket, what did they do again?
2: They were literally just stealing Pokemon from people. That They were straight up just, like, trying to steal Pokemon.
0: So? That's not that bad, all things considered. We had people out here trying to, like, uh, destroy space-time. But, oh, no, a couple people stealing some Pokemon. They're the villains. Nah. I, just, I really disliked the early Pokemon, but I like how in-depth it got in the end. So, uh, any other thoughts on Pokemon, guys? Anything that bothered you about it? Like, a certain Pokemon, perhaps, that would kidnap children or anything like that? You know, Pokemon <laughs> lore? How we got Pokemon I mean, Jesus and all that stuff?
2: I mean, I feel like in terms of the lore itself, like... The fact that Pokemon gets dark, I feel, is realistic in terms of the Pokemon games. I don't understand how they're allowed to get that dark and get a rated E rating. But... I
0: don't don't understand why they've never made, like, a really dark Pokemon movie or something like that. Because there is some really dark lore. There's a
1: whole graveyard of Pokemon in the video game.
0: Lavender Town? You guys remember that? Lavender Town? How did oh, no. how did they just let us walk up around ghosts and be like, yeah, by the way, kid, you need this little, like, a special glass to see it. It's like, oh, nah. <laughs>
2: Alright. Hold on. Before we move on, in terms of the Pokemon teams and organizations that are all, like, bad people, obviously, you have obviously Team Rocket. They're bad people. They steal Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You have Team Aqua and Team Magma, who they're obsessed with Groudon or Kyogre. Like, they're basically cultists looking for their god, more or less. Little do they realize, you know, summoning these creatures could end the world, as it's proven in the games where massive droughts or massive flooding occurs because of them. Great. They're, they're evil because... inadvertently evil because they're destroying the world. Um, Team Galactic is trying to recreate the universe in their image. That's just straight up evil. Like, mm-hmm. there's no question about that. Sounds like Nazis. <laughs> literally, dude, they're literally trying to get Palkia or Dialga in order to recreate the universe. Like, it's not even. Like, yeah, there's nothing to say about that. They're just straight up evil. I um, I don't
0: know th- how they got away with just putting these plots in the game. Like these these convoluted plots of like, yeah, let's let's steal let's steal these god Pokemon and just destroy the world so we can uh, remake it for ourselves. I don't, I don't know how they got away with that on one, honestly. What do you guys think that there's actual godlike Pokemon that people can just walk up to and be like, yeah, you know what, Master Ball?
2: So, okay, interesting fact they bring that up. Um, it's not really pretending to the ethics of this, but it's been proven that Master Balls don't work the way you, they do in the game.
0: What do you mean? Yeah.
2: Master Balls do not Automatically guarantee capture on a Pokemon that is not unconscious.
0: In like an um, anime? Or?
2: Yes. There is a canon episode where a fisherman fishes up a wish cache, which has, it's the giant, fi- like a catfish Pokemon with a giant mouth. He throws a master ball at it, and the, ca- the wish cache literally eats, eats the master it, right? ball. Yeah. Which means that it could not capture the wish cash, right? Like that's just what that means. Mm-hmm. Which means that master balls are not guaranteed catch rates, like they show in the games.
0: Is it, I, though, or is it just anime logic that he threw it and then? He does it matter? It as because well? anime
2: logic is technically the rules of the world.
0: I guess so. Just it's just so baffling because I do remember that.
2: It'd be like if you threw a pokeball at Mewtwo. Before you even had the chance to, like, have the ball, like, go back and forth, wouldn't he just stop the Pokeball? Like, no?
0: He, he kind of does. He slaps it away. He just goes... I think he does that in the anime, too. He, like, slaps the balls away. I think okay. some are Master Balls.
2: Okay. So, finally... Hold on. I, I was talking about the teams earlier. Oh, okay. Okay. Finally, onto our last... Well... The other teams, that Flare and After, in my opinion, don't count as much just because there's less. But Team Plasma, their goal is literally to free all Pokemon. It's not to capture them. It's not to train them. It's not to do this or that. It's to release all Pokemon from their trainers. Are they really the bad guys? Wait, which team? Team Plasma.
0: What game was this in?
2: This is a uh, Generation Five Pokemon Black and White.
0: I, I didn't play Black and White.
2: That's probably why most people did not. I know a lot of people don't didn't after Diamond and Sapphire, but it, it's one of those games that I have to ask. Their team's origin is literally their goal is to literally liberate all Pokemon from their trainers. Like that does like, involve Pokemon theft, idea. but in the end, the, the idea is that they're trying to get their Pokemon to be free from their trainers, from the inherent slavery and constant battling that they imply is being done. Hmm. Are they really the bad guys here?
0: I would say yes and no. It could be implied that they're both good guys, good people with bad intentions, or like uh, good intentions with bad execution. If that makes sense.
2: But, okay, but then that also begs the question. So does that mean the, the, the philosophical and moral question of do the ends justify the means?
0: I think they do. I think they do. Okay, so just because I want them with, to win.
2: Okay, so with what you're saying is even though it may not be the most morally way to go about it, mm-hmm. then they are not the bad guys in this situation.
0: I don't think they are the bad guys because I've seen I've seen the anime and the and just everything and I'm just like, Yeah, some of you just don't deserve Pokemon, you know. Sure.
2: <laughs> the guy who abandoned his Charmander because yeah, it was weak.
0: Yeah, some of them just
2: freaking don't. Also actually speaking in generation 5 the rival as well in that in that one um oh god what was his name hey let me see if i can find it
0: do you guys remember how they had a a war in pokemon and it's like stated very early on that there was a war with pokemon how do you guys think that went and do you think it was moral of them to bring their pokemon into war Hello? (laughs) Donut? Half?
3: (laughs) Um, I mean, again, some Pokemon like battling. So, like, I feel like, again, just like, as long as the Pokemon is fine with it, I think it's fine.
0: Do you think... There's a Pokemon war? Yeah, do you think Pokemon are smart enough to know that they are in a war, though? And is it morally okay to use these Pokemon in a war when we use them in fights? Like, what is the difference between a battle and a war? A battle is just... A one-on-one battle but a war is multiple people multiple conflicts at the same time do you think it matters as long as the pokemon is still happy if they're in the that war
3: i mean the pokemon's gonna know if it's in a war they're at, they're very intelligent based off the anime and everything they understand human like language and everything so they're obviously very intelligent so i i'm pretty sure they know they're in a war and I think
0: yeah, I think it is fine. Oh, yeah, that's what I like to hear. I like to hear that we just have these psychotic pets all the time. I love that. I
2: love that. That we can instill we can fo- we can forcefully indoctrinate our own beliefs into them yeah, and a- have them listen to our every whim.
3: I mean I love There's that. some Pokémon that are literally like wrestling Pokémon, like Hitmonchan and everything. Like okay. that. they okay. literally do that.
2: Okay, but that's not war. That's, like, basically saying that because there's violence in the MMA, that those people are violent, and they shouldn't be allowed to be in part of normal society.
3: No, but they enjoy it, so, like...
0: Okay, Okay. but just because you enjoy MMA doesn't mean you enjoy um, going off to war to fight, you know, a war. Right?
3: I mean, I feel like just as long as they're fighting, they're happy.
0: <laughs> I like that okay. I like that
2: actually uh burn by conditions here brings up a very valid point. If Pokemon are as strong as the shows and games make them out to be, why don't we hear more about Pokemon turning on their trainers?
0: That's true, That's
2: true. the only time that concept has ever been explored in the Pokemon Canon like franchise. Has been in Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon X D: Gale of Darkness, and the idea behind that concept was that the Pokemon are basically corrupted and have their emotions blocked out, so that they are just aggressive, like hyper aggressive.
1: I would like to bring up the fact that you can't really. Uh, some of the Pokemon will listen to you until you get a badge. So, what if, but that's if based like off some- the level. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, I think that's that's really only canon to the the games. So, we're kind of we're kind of looking at it two different ways to, you know, canon to games, canon to shows. And the show, have they ever explored that that you needed badges for Pokémon? Like I don't think they've ever been like Hey, yo, that Pokemon is listening, to him. And he's like, show him your badge! Show him your badge! You know, like, that's never... I've, I've never seen that in the anime, you know? Like, I would love to see that, because it's so funny. The concept just sounds so hilarious to me. It's like, oh my god, the Tauros is running at you! Show him your badge! Like, we never, we've never never—we've never seen that. Rest in peace, Broxonics. Mm-hmm. Pull
2: Pulls out badges, goes, listen to me, stop. It's like, oh snap, okay? I'm
0: sorry, sir, I didn't know... <laughs> just like no we, we, we've never seen that so uh, i guess it just really depends on if you're talking about in the games or in the anime and which one do you guys consider canon because i think even though that there's the anime i think the games just give more lore or like you get most of the lore from the games than you do in the anime. the game came first the game came first Paggers, bro that's all i need to know
2: well no because technically okay if you want to get technical the manga came first and the manga is dar- absolutely dark. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the manga, the manga every concept and w- idea that we've wondered, the manga takes it up and dows it a- up even higher. Like, in that world... That is the world that we imagine would actually be occurring in the Pokémon franchise.
0: Let's go. I and I think
2: it's go. fairly accurate. Like, if I remember correctly, one of the very fairly earth chapters. Do you guys remember uh, in the show where Ash threw his uh, freaking metapod out against a pincer?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, And he just hardened or whatever?
2: Yes. First of all, Ash is a horrible trainer. Why in the love of God would you ever send that thing out against a pincer is beyond me. <laughs> but there is a moment in which he contemplates what would happen if the pincer chop like does the chop and it shows like a, a quick silhouette of the metapod actually getting cut in half that is the one of the few times I can remember where Pokemon has the straight up said that other Pokemon can kill other Pokemon
3: that's, it
2: never happens weird. in the anime due to PG reasons but well, in well, Pokemon ahead, did ahead, die yeah yeah no there's instances of Pokemon dying but there are no instances of Pokemon being brutally murdered like that.
0: So there's also, uh, I'm I'm not sure if this still stands, but back in the day, there was no instance of them showing them eating Pokemon either. Like they wouldn't really show them eating Pokemon. They would be eating. Where did
2: they get the meat then? No, yeah. no, no. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> to that. Okay. You actually, <laughs> I love I love talking about this stuff because it's always funny. It's always funny. They, They never talk about eating the Pokemon directly, except there is another instance in the anime that it's brief where they talk about the fact that Magikarp can breed extremely quickly. And Ash, I forget what the exact situation was. It had to do with Ash finding like a big Magikarp or something. Yeah, And he starts imagining all these different dishes that he could have that were made out of Magikarp. I remember that one. It was like Magikarp sushi, Magikarp this, Magikarp that. So I think that's basically straight confirmation that in the Pokemon world they do eat Pokemon.
0: We we do kind of get uh these confirmations that they eat Pokemon, but it's just we never actually get to see it. Instead we get Brock's uh jelly donuts, which I love his jelly donuts. <laughs> If you guys don't know what Brock's Jelly Donuts is, uh, I do recommend you Google it. It's a funny little joke, and if you if you love the anime when you were a kid, you're gonna you're gonna love it. It's it's so silly. Here,
2: I, I I can just explain it just so so people aren't confused. Okay. Uh, in the anime, there was when it first came out, in order to be more Western appealing, mm-hmm. there's a scene where Brock is pulling out lunch, and he has basically what is a a picnic basket full of onigiri. For those of you who don't know, onigiri is a Japanese rice ball that is basically stuffed with some sort of uh, protein or other ingredient. Sometimes it's just the rice ball. Mm -hmm. And it is eaten just like that by hand. Mm -hmm. Or it can be eaten just like that by hand. And when they did the dubbing for the American version, for like the Western version, uh, they decided to... Rename it to Jelly Donuts in order to make it more Western friendly. Mm-hmm. Which I just think is hilarious because it's the implication that American, like Western countries, only eat jelly, jelly donuts. donuts.
0: <laughs> it's funny. Uh. Like... My rice ball. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: of my a rice ball.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. You guys are going to love my jelly donuts. Bitch, is you blind? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do we have any other comments on Pokémon or are we going to move on to another game?
2: I I think honestly we could spend hours and hours on Pokémon, so but I think for now I think we're okay to leave it there. Um it, do you want to introduce this next segment just cuz I know you've been looking forward to this one cuz you are very very opinionated on it?
0: On which one? The the one that I've been playing? Y- yeah. Okay, so I guess this next segment we'll do. uh, We'll start talking about Skyrim. Have you all played Skyrim? Everyone here has played Skyrim. I forgot to ask this. Yes, and I... to the
2: Imperials. But 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 still, you you should explain the conflict and everything for those who just haven't, just to be sure. So yeah, for instance, Cloud here hasn't played it, so just explain what's going on. Explain the set up the scene so they can have more context.
0: I, I know for sure I'm missing some context, but this is just to give you guys a basic understanding of what's going on. I started playing Skyrim again in VR just because uh, I thought I would. And I got to this point in the game where you have to decide if you want to help the Imperials or the Stormcloaks. And the Imperials are basically these guys who came and they took over uh, Skyrim and they forced all these uh, Talos worshippers out. They forced the Tal- Talos worshippers out, but they really cleaned up the place, I guess. Cleaned up the place. Quote Air quotes. And the Stormcloaks are leading a coup, and they just want to rebel against these guys because they they just don't like the Imperials. They want to do things traditionally, and uh, the Imperials are just against all that tradition, that religious stuff. Viva Lever revolution! And personally, um, I've always picked the Imperials just because I just really was against the ideas of the Stormcloaks, like, traditions. And it got me thinking, and it's actually why we created this podcast, is... um, How have your thoughts influenced the decisions that you make in games, specifically in games like Skyrim where you have multiple um, decisions to make? And sometimes they don't matter, like in Skyrim I realize it really doesn't matter which side you pick. But yeah, uh, which ones have you chosen? I chose Imperials, this time I chose Stormcloaks, and I realized that even though I don't agree with all their traditional stuff, in the end, I found that uh, they were actually a better side for me to pick. I just, uh, after speaking to everyone, I realized I liked the stormcloaks better than I did the imperials. I usually only pick them out of convenience, but if I was in, if I was really in the Skyrim world, I would one hundred percent go imperials, not stormcloaks. I just that that tr- shit stuff scared me away. How about you guys? What did you guys pick, Drowsy?
2: Uh, so I'm pretty sure I also chose Imperials, um, but to be completely honest, it's for the same reasons. Like I am generally against tradition and all that, but now that you mentioned it, I do remember some of the lore. Um, actually, you know what? Uh, I'll save this for after they have said what side they would be on, so we can actually go into discuss them more.
0: Okay. Donut. You
1: filthy Imperials! Filthy Imperials! Okay, I'm a stone so you, you're a stone I chose coat? Stone Quote Yeah, okay. Uh,
3: I did, uh, Imperials.
1: Ah, you motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I see my way out.
0: (laughs) So we have mostly Imperials in the chat. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so if that's the case,
2: uh, let's start off with you, Donut, then. So that way we can know why you chose Stormcloak. Mm
1: -hmm. Why? Because it's their hometown, dude. It was their area first. These guys just came in and said, alright, we like your place. Now it's ours but we're not going to respect your traditions or anything like that. It kind of reminds me of like what America did to the Native Americans and it yeah, did sit sit right with me. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. How about how about you guys? Why did you guys choose the Imperials?
2: Uh so originally it was for the same reason where I am generally like so my far- my parents are very traditional They're very uh, religious in that regard and everything like that. I am the exact opposite. I don't really care about religious at all. Like, you can be whatever you want. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, In terms of, like, traditions and stuff, I think it's stupid to look back and just go, but it's the way we've always done things because things are constantly changing and evolving and traditions need to be adapted in order to be continually functional. Um, And I don't agree with the idea of just because we've always done it this way it's the way we should do it Mm -hmm. but i'm kind of on donut side on this when it comes to the morality of the question because if you do go back to it he is 100 percent right where it's very uh reminiscent of not only you know colonial america but also back during you know like the spanish inquisition running around converting and killing anyone who refuses to accept it. Except in this, in this sense, it's the opposite. Like if you don't give up your traditions, they kill you. Like, but the, the patterns and like consistencies in the story are all there. And for that reason, I kind of agree with donut. I I think that they're honestly, they're both at the end going about it the wrong way for both of their, like, Mm -hmm. and like the, how to reach their goal. But absolutely, the stormcloaks are the ones not in the wrong in this situation. At the if you look at the bigger picture,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely, that's why I ended up choosing them this side. Um, Half. How about you? Did you have anything to add? Why did you choose Imperials too?
3: Well, Imperials. I like the the blacksmith a lot for the Imperials. You get that free ore, you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm this just motherfucker. Saying. <laughs> You know, I need that Fiore. I need that like little. Boots, she got you know? bribed.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not to mention idea, uh, throughout the game for the uh, Stormcloaks, there's like hints. Like in my opinion, there's like hints about like them being a bit racist. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Throughout the game, oh I was just, yes. Like, yeah, and I was just like, I don't know. It just felt weird to pick that side. But like seeing your side, it also like, like I don't know. It's just weird. It's like they seem racist, but then the other people also seem that way, and it's just like. I don't
0: even know anymore okay and to to give a little bit more context on that because of uh, this is something that I discovered on my latest playthrough when I started paying attention yes uh, the stormcloaks do hate what is it like what are they called elves. the the elves the the dark elves I think that's what they're called yeah
3: the dark elves, they, the
0: they're uh, if you go to Windhelm which is like the the main city for uh, the coup and all that they hate dark elves they just hate them. they're like oh out with the dark elves and you're just like oh whoa there buddy <laughs> like uh i came here to help with the war i don't know about none of that you know but um also yeah like donut said uh it, it's just like the natives they got kicked out so i understand and then they also another part that why well, i was like half on half on them is because on one hand i don't really want to help the imperials but I don't want to side with the Stormcloaks either. So I had a really tough time in the end. Because uh, the Stormcloaks, if you help them take over, it's like you're helping racism take over Skyrim again. And you're just like, ooh, do I really want to do that? You know, <laughs> like, ooh. But they're kind of right. They they got their land taken. And then the funniest thing is that, uh, like a BBC said, Burned by Conditions, the Thalmor are there just waiting for them to kill each other. So he could come in and like take the land. It's the funniest thing. Um, do you guys think that the way you were raised? Uh, Drowsen already answered this, but do you guys think that the way you, the way you were raised influenced how you picked your side? For me, it's a strong yes. I I was the same as a Drowsen. I was raised the same as Drowsen, so it's a strong yes. How about you two? No. No. Okay. Uh, I- because
1: I. I'm actually uh, 100% with you guys being against tradition and all mm-hmm. but at the same time it's kind of like you know I just I couldn't sit by and watch them do it again
0: <laughs> understandable how about you have
3: um honestly I just picked the side just to pick the side because I like to play the game um, both ways so I just picked the first side first and it happened to be Imperials first and that was that was literally it. I was just like, oh I'll just replay it afterwards, you see the other side afterwards.
0: But do you think the way you were raised had an influence at all or was just straight like no. I'm a gamer, I don't care about this shit. <laughs> I really
3: didn't care at the moment when I played it. I was just like I'm just picking a side to pick a side right now
0: that's understandable and again this is what the point of the podcast is is because the first couple of times I played it I just said I'm a gamer I don't care about this just give me a quest dude you know like I just (laughs) want to get this thing over with like I'm I'm out of here what do you guys think about the the factions or not the factions like the the brotherhood the the dark brotherhood I mean the thieves guild all that do you what do you guys think about joining those is it morally okay what they're doing
1: no. Why is a Thief's Guild even around is what I'm trying to figure out.
0: Right, because
3: everyone has...
0: Have... Hmm? what did you say, have?
3: That's the best guild. What can you say?
0: Yeah, it is the best guild. But if you were in that world, would you find yourself being able to join any of them? Even just no. like the Mages Guild? Anything like that?
2: Actually, the oh. Mages Guild. I don't see my, myself being able to join any of the guilds just because I feel like the the morals and philosophies are too linear for most of them. Like, they're all just super one-dimensional in terms of their end goals, what they want, stuff like that, where realistically, people aren't like that. They're complicated. And I don't think there'd be any one guild where you're just like, yep, I align with all of your values perfectly. I'm gonna join you.
0: That's where you're wrong, buddy. I align myself with the Dark Brotherhood. Let's go! (laughs)
2: Alright, and why, why is that?
0: Uh, so, it's partly a joke, but there is actually one guild I would see myself joining, even though, like, I would hate every second of it, and it's, um, oh, the Meatheads, what are they called? The Champions, I think they're called in this one? The The Warrior Guild? i think i see myself joining that one because um i'm picturing myself yo i'm in skyrim there's no video games to do i gotta do something you know and i need the gold so i'm gonna just i guess i'll just get a buddy and like become a werewolf and just go mess up these monsters or something this
1: guy said he wants to be a furry
0: hey i did not say that but i mean if it happens you know oh well (laughs) no but for real yeah it's just like in that world realistically you gotta you gotta do something for money right and it's either like you join all these complicated things or you just go up to the to the warriors guild who's looking for new warriors and you join them because i'm sure as hell not joining the the dark brotherhood buddy i'm telling you that i'm staying the hell away from them thieves guild eh. I really don't like stealing, so... Eh. Not
2: even if you became a Robin Hood-esque type of character?
0: Okay, but that's that's uh, that's uh a different question there, guy. I don't know. Uh, have you ever played as a Robin Hood character in one of the Skyrim games?
2: Uh, I personally have not, no. Exactly. But it does not mean that you, it can't be done.
0: That's true. It doesn't mean it can't be done. And maybe like, because it's a video game, no one's really ever done it to it. Because yeah, it's like, it's, what's like- the point? <laughs>
2: It, it, it's like the, I don't know if you, if you knew about this, but recently, like, I think it was last year, or earlier this year, there was, like, secret dialogue that got discovered by uh, someone that, like, reverse pickpocketed uh, some, like, family, like, heirloom sword into somebody's pocket.
0: I, I don't know if you heard about this. No, I haven't heard about
2: that. Uh, yeah, and it was just, like, it it was one of those things that it got, like, it apparently newsworthy in game Channels because it was one of those things that like it's a quest that gets given to you but it's not actually like in-game quest per se like it's not a physical like you get gold or reward for this it's just this person lost this heirloom item and wants it back and the game never tells you to go get it they- so some person just went ahead and like went out of their way to restore it for them and gave it to them in their pocket
0: that actually sounds kind of familiar but I doubt I read anything about it. I don't know why that sounds familiar. Okay, well, did you guys have any notes on that? Any thoughts on the the Dark Brotherhood, the Thieves' Guild, the Companions? Would you guys... Really, again, I'm asking, would you guys join any of them? The Mages' Guild? I'm pretty sure I'm leaving something out here. Um, Do you guys have any thoughts on the the Greybeards? Another group we see. The Blades? The
1: Greybeards? They kind of, like... They kind of just sit there and do nothing.
0: Right, that's what I thought. But like, how do they get their uh, food and all that? Actually, they no, someone they brings us. them up the mountain. You're right. Someone they they show that someone brings. It.
1: People donate it.
0: Oh, this is way this is, we passed this topic, but I'm gonna go back to it. Uh, there's this guy in the general market in White Run, where after after the war is over over with the Imperials and the Stormcloaks, you ask him. You're like, hey, guy, uh, what did you think about the war? Right. And, uh, this character is apparently designed to say, like, honestly, bro, that has nothing to do with me. I just hid under the counter and just waited for it to be over. And this is why I I stormed his, like, uh, I stormed Whitewood and I was like, damn, you know what? That's me, bro. Just let's finish this game and let's get going. He was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, don't bother me. Like, uh, I think that's how most people played it. They didn't give it a second thought, you know? Alright, so it's getting a little bit quiet. So let's move on to our next segment of uh, Partners in Skyrim. I'm adding this one because no one said anything. Partners in Skyrim. Who did you guys marry, if you guys married anyone? Did you guys adopt anyone? Do you guys remember why you adopted them specifically? And uh, go ahead, guys.
2: Let me just... I'll start this one off just by saying I did none of the above. uh, And I think that just has to do with me as a gamer. Like... I don't go out of my way to find like love interest in game most of the time mm-hmm. and it absolutely annoys the crap out of my partner because like I'll play games like um I don't know if you guys have played it but it's Rune Factory specifically Rune Factory 4 uh there is a lot of options for you to romance in the town that you play the game setting takes place in and I just went through and played it like a murder hobo simulator
0: <laughs> <laughs> Understandable, good sir. How about you, Donut in Half? Did you guys uh marry anyone? Did you guys adopt anyone?
1: Yes, I married the vampire chick.
0: You can't marry her.
1: Haha <laughs> <laughs> You can't, can't install okay. mods, okay. baby. You can't, that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. No, <laughs> nah, but uh for some for real, I forgot what was her name, but it was the um the one that follows you around like uh I'll you get her in, in Winterhelm.
0: In what? In Win in Windhelm?
1: No, in Whiterun, sorry.
0: In Whiterun? In Whiterun? Lydia? Is she an yeah. elf? I didn't no. I don't think you can marry Lydia. Okay, let's uh do you remember her backstory? Oh can you marry Lydia? I th- I think you are talking about Lydia, but that's just uh that's just uh, the girl that you get when you become the Thane. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay That doesn't count? Alright. Oh no no so she Apparently it does count, so, uh, yeah, why'd you marry her?
1: I'll be honest, I didn't, like, like Alex, I didn't go look for anyone, she was just kind of giving to me.
0: Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> did, did you adopt any kids? No. No? Any reasons why?
1: Uh, I did not have the DLC for that.
0: Oh, let's go! <laughs> How about you, Half?
3: You know, I'm gonna be honest... I also didn't adopt anybody nor married anybody. I was only about pets, you know, only about pets.
0: <laughs> Let's go. That's baby. all that mattered in the game. Pets.
3: Yeah.
0: And gold. Okay, understandable that, bro. We have a gamer moment. Yes, sir. Um, personally, I married Mule and I adopted two kids. One in, uh, one in Riften, who just had like the worst upbringing. His parents, his parents got killed. And he had to live with Helda the Helda the great or something. The nice. And she was a horrible woman. And then this lady. This uh, little girl. in a white rod. Who was basically the same thing. She was an orphan. And I was like. Yeah I'll take on these orphans. Come to my house in uh, solitude. And I did it. Mostly because uh, I'm a true gamer. And I want all the achievements. But also because a part of me genuinely felt bad. That uh, these kids were literally just in the streets. Um, as for Mule. There's a, uh, there's something that uh, Burned by Conditions pointed out to me, and it's that when you marry Mule, she brings this guy with her. Uh, his name is like, his name is like, Ar- Ardrian or something. Alduin, and I never, I never gave it much thought because it's a video game and I don't care. But this, this man, I was on his stream while he was playing Skyrim, and uh, and he was talking about how, uh, <laughs> he was talking about how. Um, if you marry her, and she brings this dude to your house, <laughs> so now you just have this guy at your house. And you're just like, okay. And then if you leave her at the house, she's just with this guy in the house twenty four seven while you're out adventuring. And uh, I never gave it a second thought, but then this man pointed it out, and I was like, wait a <laughs> sounds sussy. Anyways, I just thought that was funny. I just wanted to add that in there. Uh, do you guys have any other thoughts on Skyrim?
2: Uh, I actually have a question that we can end on Let's go. Uh, for you guys. And this is a very vague, non, like, you will have 100% your opinion on this. Uh, uh, yeah. And it has nothing to do with actual game storyline in terms of like, the game will tell you to do this. So I was reading that some people have attempted to complete the quest without ever getting their dragonborn powers. Like completing the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: so it got me thinking do you think you have as the player or as the dragonborn however you want to see it do you think you have a responsibility to save the country
0: wait this is a question we have to answer right now right
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay sorry. Like, this is the topic this is the topic like yeah,
0: this is the topic.
2: because from a moral perspective like yes you do like because obviously the right thing to do is save people from the dragons. Because you are a human, even if you are dragonborn.
0: All right, who's gonna start this off? Because I like this one. Okay. Start it off then. Okay, I guess uh, I guess I'll do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you guys with a couple of things. I know people might not like this, but just because. And I'm not speaking about in terms of the game. In terms of the game, of course you gotta do it even though whatever it just whatever i'm talking about if this was in real life and uh it was you and you knew that you were the dragonborn wait do you know you're the dragonborn or no
2: yeah, yeah yeah like you've discovered that you're the dragonborn at this point yeah
0: okay you discover you're the dragonborn and then the question is do you have a responsibility to save the save skyrim right yeah i'm going to say that while you do have a responsibility to save skyrim really who's gonna who's gonna make you like uh there's there's no one who can make you so um at the end of the day you have a choice it is a very hard choice people are gonna hate you if you make this choice but no uh you don't have to if the answer is do you have a responsibility i think yes you do have a shred of responsibility and that is that you are the only one who is capable of saving skyrim so yes I would say you do have a responsibility but personally if that was me I'd be like oh hell no you want me to fight some draggies bro got me messed up bro Mm-mm. no no way I'm fresh off the little uh cart like I got no pants like <laughs> no thank you I'm I'm leaving Skyrim I'm going to Morrowind you know like I'm just going to the the swamps or whatever I'm playing as an Argonian I'm over this you know what about you guys Drowsen would
2: you. Oh, okay, so, uh, BBC also puts a good point. It's not just the country, it's apparently the world. Uh, I forgot that, uh, Alduin oh, is gonna right. try to eat the world, right. not the country. Right, right, right. Um, in that regard, I kind of feel like you kind of have to in order for, like, for self preservation, but at the same time, like, it's not your responsibility. <laughs> like, like, honestly, honestly, what it could be, it's like, once you find out you're the only person who could potentially put a stop to it, I feel like if you could convince the governments to the world, you could at least have some sort of influence of self-gain in order to accomplish your goal. Like he was saying, like, if you... Like, let's say like the the, the country of Skyrim. You could just be like, pay me or I don't go do my job. Yes, sir. (laughs) Like, you... I am providing you a service. <laughs> now you need to supply me with some sort of payment for that service. And if you don't, well the consequence is you die.
0: That wow. is uh that is next level blackmail, my friend. I like that. I like that.
2: I believe the technical word is extortion.
0: You're right, extortion. I love yeah, it. You would be I love the
3: it. worst protagonist in any anime. I'm just saying it now.
0: Who, me? No, drowsing. oh okay. Well, both of
3: you. You both would suck.
0: Aw, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> you guys right. are the worst you let's 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 protagonist. You think I'd be a protagonist? I'd be the antagonist, baby. Let's
2: go. <laughs> all right, all right. Have you seen Konosuba? <laughs> oh,
0: no.
2: That's basically me.
3: <laughs> oh, no.
0: I'd be way worse. I just, I wouldn't. I'd be like, save the world fuck's that gotta do with me <laughs> let it burn
3: no, you're, you gonna a, you're gonna be you're gonna be
0: that's what you're
2: gonna be oh yes <laughs> you're oh. Be the first, first thing i was thinking i would be aqua but you know i guess i could be overlord oh, but no. anyways back on topic I'm um on topic, half. so okay so you're saying you you are uh saying that we are the worst does that mean that you would take the responsibility and the mantle of doing this out of your own heart
3: oh well, what's the point of me being here then <laughs> Like, why am I even playing? Then? I like, no, I no, 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 no.
2: This is this isn't assuming playing. This is assuming you are the actual Dragonborn in actual Skyrim.
3: Yeah, I would. That'd be awesome.
2: So you yeah. would go out of the kindness of your heart. You would go defeat Anduin for or Alduin for no like person like no personal gain, just specifically because it's the right thing to do.
3: Yeah, I'll feel really good about it. I'm just like, look at me. I did this. No one else could do this but me.
2: Yes, but no one knows about it.
3: That's fine. I have my own self-recognition.
0: Oh, we have someone with uh, self-worth over here. Mm-mm, no. And gray have with no. <laughs> Alright.
2: So, Donut, what about you? I would do it just for self-preservation. you just do it for the self-preservation aspect? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta live, baby. That, that's understandable. That, that is a fair response. That is more... That is... I feel like most people would... At the end of the day, that is realistically what they would do. Like, d- despite all the conversation, hypotheticals, I think ninety-nine percent of the people in the world, if they were put into this situation and they had the ability to defeat uh, Alduin and you know survive and all that, would do it for the sake of self-preservation rather than personal gain or respect or a sense of responsibility. I feel that the when you feel the threat of that coming at you i feel like you, your fight or flight would kick in and you would just fight
0: or you just you just flight, bro let's go <laughs> so we have one let the world burn one hey uh i'll do it because why not or or because uh yeah i'll feel good about it one pay extortionist <laughs> one fuck you pay me and then one hey man, i gotta live somehow so, I, I think that's pretty interesting, you know, we all ended up having different uh, views on it, but again, that's uh, the point of this podcast. Any final thoughts, guys?
3: <clears throat> oh yeah, I want to ask.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: With the blades, and like, you can only join them if you kill the friendly dragon. Do you guys actually kill the dragon, yes or no?
0: Ooh, that is a good question. No. No. You're so nice. I did. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny, bro. Oh, okay, okay. The first, okay. I thought it'd be funny the first time. Fuck but... <laughs> <Just>
1: fucking savage.
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry. I went back. I went back to the. I went back to the gamer moments. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had a gamer moment. Um... You fucking douche, bro. You monster. I-, I don't remember the. Hey, it was funny at the moment. I don't remember what the <laughs> conversation is. Or you have like one last conversation with the with the blaze. I forget what it is, but they're just like, kill this guy and they don't really give you a good reason to. So They just uh, tell you to do it. Yeah. So I just say no. I'm just like, but but why though? And I think at the end of the day it's like um it's kinda like the Dark Brotherhood, you know? If if you kill him, it'd be the same as doing work for the Dark Brotherhood and it's like why why would you why would you do that? You know? Like there's no point you don't really get anything for that. Matter of fact, I bodied the blades. You know what? I'm about to go on right now. I'm about to kill that lady who's like kill the dragon. I'll be like, no, you. How about you guys? Did you guys? Uh, why did you, Why did you guys? Why did you guys? uh Why did you guys not kill him?
2: Well, He didn't do anything. He didn't do
1: anything. He was just. Man, it's just chilling, living, living his own life while on the mountain.
0: Do you think? There's I guess anything not man, wrong? dragons. Do you think there's anything wrong that he's just chilling up there for like centuries?
1: Why would the bring no be wrong? With that? Because that is the only place he could live. Because if he went anybody anywhere else, they will try to kill him. Try to kill him, yeah. Yep, because he's he's the last dragon.
0: Deuces. That's true. That's true.
2: Like game aspects aside, if there is a mystical creature who is not negatively impacting the world, like even if this is real life, and someone tells me to go kill them. I don't have a valid reason to go through with that act. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, they're literally staying to the sidelines of history and just observing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What is wrong with that?
0: Yes, sir. And again, this is uh, this is what the cast is for, because we we all have those gamer moments sometimes where we just kill the dragon just because we can, you know. But this is more about. Or we murder Hobo through our way, through Harvest
2: Moon, basically.
0: Should you kill the dragon? And would it be bad if you killed the dragon? I'm just going to say, yeah, it would would be bad. And I I think everyone basically agrees. I think
2: it's it's a unanimous... For once, we don't have a devil's advocate for this. Mm -hmm. But it's just straight uh, across the board, yes, it, it would be bad. And I think it comes back down to the same idea of... If you were to kill any animal on the endangered species list, I'm pretty sure you would be the asshole.
0: Everyone, go on Reddit. Am I the asshole for killing this endangered animal?
2: <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I just don't funding. think there's any way around that. Like,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any way around that either. Okay, so does uh, with that being said, does anyone have some closing thoughts on Skyrim
2: or Pokemon? or Pokemon or anything
0: anything that they thought of that they'd like to add in the end
3: no I'm good
2: I'm good
0: okay so Drowsen, do you want to close this off uh
2: I do you want to do you want to discuss this last one real quick or not? Nah?
0: go ahead I say if we're here already yeah
2: I, I mean you started I don't know
0: I don't know what you're referring to
2: <laughs> uh chat
0: chat oh wait what happened The, the one about the Aedra versus Daedra? Yeah. I don't remember what the Aedra is. I only remember the Daedra. Um, I'm going
1: to be honest with you. I don't know the lore that, that well. Yeah, about the Aedra? In terms of Aedra and Daedra.
0: I only remember the Daedra. The Divines? Is that what they're called? I just call them the Gods. Do you guys have any uh, news on that? Okay, so. Okay,
2: uh, okay, okay. I just looked it up real quick. Mm uh-huh.
0: hmm.
2: Okay, so. <laughs> I feel like we're. G- this is this is going back to what we kind of already discussed already with the whole tradition versus non traditional, and I think we're all on board at the same time, where unfortunately we're all gonna literally choose Daedra. Uh, <laughs> I- I'm sorry, John, if you're if one way or the other. Uh. But the idea, the idea is, Adra is the divine of stasis, which means things are perpetual, consistent, while daedra is the divine of change. Like, it, we all agreed, for the most part, I don't know about half, because I don't think she really chimed in on that conversation that much, but that we are all non-traditional, that we want change in that aspect, so I don't see how any of us can be on the side of the side of Aedra.
0: I, I just thought the Adra was like the quote unquote good guys and the Daedra were like the ha ha I tricked you kind of guys. Is that not it? I thought that's basically what it was.
2: I think he's referring directly to the. Uh...
0: Just like the, the Only religion? some of
2: them are assholes. Only yeah. some. You're right. I think he's referring, in this in in this, in this sense, he's referring directly to the gods themselves.
0: Okay. Um. I can't really contribute much to the conversation. The only danger I remember are the ones that uh, are like, ha ha, it was a prank, bro. And it's like the least funniest prank ever. And they're like, ha oh, bro, it was just a prank. I, mean, I took your heart, ha ha. The mm-hmm. Ager left humanity behind. Yeah, we'll definitely yes. add this to Spotify. Yes,
2: it's going to be an altered version, just so we can cut out some parts that uh, may not be suitable for all audiences. But it will definitely be on Spotify and wherever else you can find your normal podcasts. <laughs> yes, I don't sir. actually know to everywhere it publishes, too.
0: Um, Anchor has a mature setting. I'm just going to flip the mature setting and cut out some, like... Some part. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: I got that part. I just don't know uh, what all where it publishes all the episodes to. Oh, like... yeah,
0: sir? Okay, so the Daedra state and manipulate humanity. So all the Aedra are basically gone, and the Daedra state to manipulate humanity. There are some good Daedra, huh? I'm sorry, I just haven't. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the what the question is, and I don't want to. Yeah. I don't yeah, I feel like
2: shit. it's too broad of a question. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, the gods, I think it's pretty obvious which side we would uh, be a part of. But in terms of what they actually do versus what they represent, yeah. that's a whole different conversation.
0: And if you're speaking specifics about which specific Daedra to, or which specific Aedra, I don't remember anything from Oblivion, and I don't remember anything from Morrowind. so i can't i can't comment on any of that
2: and and bbc don't worry we'll get you on next time to actually be in the chat like in the actual call Mm -hmm. um that way you can actually we can have this discussion in actual time Mm -hmm. uh especially with the fact that like it's just it's a lot like every each of these games there's going to be so many things that we will probably come back and cover them again Mm -hmm. and when we do it is fine to like talk about these topics that we missed um There's a lot of games, there's a lot of topics. We're going to be trying to hitting up everything and as many things as we can. Because a lot of games do tackle these ethical life questions that we have to ask ourselves. And do our choices affect the game in terms of we go through and just play the game, or does our upbringing affect our choices? Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. And sometimes does the game that we play affect our choices from now on too? You know, like I took some of the stuff from Skyrim on this playthrough, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm such an asshole in real life, you know, and I was like, I was just thinking about that the entire time, I was like, wow, am I a bad person, like, playing Skyrim, and it's like, I'm not sure if it reflects who I am as a person, or if uh, it's because of who I am as a person, that I'm feeling bad in this game, you know, Mm -hmm. like, does does that say something good about me, does it say something bad about me, but yeah, we're definitely gonna come back to a lot of these conversations so it might even get repetitive at times where we keep having the same conversations over and over that's why we're trying to get different people to come on in different uh, video games so we can always get fresh ideas fresh conversations and just keep things going yeah exactly depends what energy you take with you is it the energy that i'm putting into this game that's making me feel bad or is it the game having that power to make me feel bad about the decision your choices that I made yes sir the choices that I made and ultimately do my choices even impact the game like does it matter at the end of the day do you guys think that the choices you made in uh, Skyrim mattered all too much or, or were we all just gamer like just full on gamer like <laughs> I'm just trying to win the game bro
2: so I think for the most part I think most people unless it's a game about choice will probably just be your choice doesn't matter
0: I do agree with that. Again, most I've played Skyrim like five times and this is the this sixth time is the only time I've ever actually taken into consideration actively what I'm doing rather than what am I doing it for in terms of like loot-wise. You know? I was like, would I actually make this choice in real life? And I was like, I found myself just seriously just making different choices than I normally would in my normal playthroughs and not because I want to explore the the new the new routes i just i just realized it, that wasn't me anymore you know like it just wasn't me i'm just not that person anymore any other thoughts guys
3: not in particularly okay all
0: right
2: well with that um uh, it's been fun uh thanks everyone for sticking along with us with this wild ride uh i think we're going to try to do one what every week
0: Hopefully, one every week. Uh, it really depends. Might do some more frequently just myself, too. It really just depends. We'll see how this goes.
2: Yeah, uh, well, we're going to try to put, publish it every week. Again, I'm drowsing. That's Street Lamp.
0: This done that. I'm half. <laughs> signing off. Signing off. Bye and bye bye. I, would like, I would like to remind everyone. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sign off, everyone. Half? You want to say goodbye? Oh, bye. Bye, okay. Good. Goodbye. All right. And uh, with that being said, I would like to remind everyone to have a beautiful day. Remember that at the end of the day, you are human beings. You deserve love. And there are people that care about you. I hope you have a beautiful night, a beautiful day, beautiful rest of your year, a beautiful rest of your life. This is The Street Cast. I'll see you on the streets. Goodbye.